What's up, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Caitlin Kenna, and today I have a couple things that I want to talk about, and it's one of those episodes of the podcast where I have a lot that's been on my mind, and I have a lot of just running thoughts going through my head, and a lot of different things that I could talk about today, and I'm not really sure where this episode is going to go, so... Not really sure what the title is going to be until, well, I finished the episode and I put up that title and we uh, see what we got. But the premise of this podcast is always to add value to your life through the the experiences that I've had in mind and be able to help at least one person learn from my experiences, from my mistakes, from what I've been through. And... There's always a lot that I could talk about, and there's always a lot that's kind of going through my head on a given day, and sometimes it's hard for me to find the words to explain that. And so my mom's been in town over the last couple of days, and it's allowed me to really, really think a lot and kind of reflect on where I'm currently at in my life versus where I was five, ten years ago. Because five, ten years ago, I was in a really different spot. I was literally at rock bottom. And I've told this story multiple times throughout all of the episodes of the podcast about rock bottom as far as just uh, the abuse going on with my father's drug addiction, through my eating disorder, through just feelings of inadequacy because of how harshly I was bullied. And all of these things that made me feel like I was never enough. And all of these things that stunted my growth for so long until about three, four years ago when I actually woke up and I realized, well, I have the choice to to allow these things that happened to me to become my prison or I can allow those things to become my power because so many people wish for an easy life. We don't want things to be difficult. We want things to be easy. We want things to not be a struggle. But all of the struggle that we endure on a daily basis, all of the challenges that we go through through different seasons of our life, no matter how hard those things are, they need to be looked at as a lesson. And that's kind of how I look at my life now, is that every single challenge that I go through is going to teach me something. And it's going to allow me to become better if I use that perspective. The problem is that most people don't use that perspective. Most people look at something that happened to them and they say, poor me, I wish that didn't happen. Why does shit like this always happen to me? And guess what? When you do that, nothing comes out of it. Bad shit is going to happen in your life. Horrific shit is going to happen in your life. We all have to go through different fights and battles throughout our life. You're going to win some battles. You're going to lose some battles. That's just how it is. That's fucking life. It's not any different for you. It's not any different for me. It's not any different from the most successful people in the world. They all have shit happen to them too. But it's how they respond to what happened. That's how it defines who you become. 
I don't care how much you win. I don't care how much you lose. I really truly care about is what do you do when you lose? What do you do when adversity hits? Do you just sit on the ground and cry about it and wish that it were different? Or do you fucking take action and make it different? It's the same thing when people say, oh, well, I don't want to take action because I'm afraid that I might fail. What if I fail? What if you fucking don't? What if you actually succeed? I think that's what you're actually afraid of. Most people say they're afraid of failure, but if you really think about it, are you afraid of failure or are you afraid of success? Because success can be scary. Think about how hard you work towards something, then all of a sudden, it happens. What now? And that's kind of where the conversations with my mom have gone over the last couple of days is, you know, when we start really getting deep into things and we start talking about the past and we start talking about where we're at now, she's like, you know, you've been through so much and you've been able to build something so cool with not just your life, but like the discipline that you have with your fitness and with your work and the people that you're helping um, and the clients that you have and the life that you've built with Stone, being able to find somebody who, quote unquote, puts up with you. Thanks, mom. I appreciate those words. But she's not wrong, right? I'm a lot. And I know that. And I'm okay with that. And I used to not be okay with that. I used to always think, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Why do I struggle with these anxieties when it comes to certain things? And I've spoken a lot about like having anxieties towards food. Um, and that just stems from my eating disorder. And it's something that I still continue to struggle with. Right? This entire weekend, the biggest thing on my mind was, do I need to lower my calories? Am I eating too much for how much I work out? Am I doing this, this, and this wrong? I'm overthinking everything when it comes to those aspects of life instead of just truly trusting the process. But the difference now is that, yes, I have those thoughts, but I don't give in to those thoughts. I'm not saying, oh, I should eat less, and then I eat less. I say, nope. I have a coach, I have another coach, I have people who are guiding me in the right direction, taking me to where I want to go, and I have big fucking goals that are going to require me to get a little bit uncomfortable, actually really fucking uncomfortable a lot of the time, and this is one of those things that's pretty uncomfortable for me, is somebody who comes from an eating disorder background who struggled with that for 10 years, you don't think it's fucking hard for me to pursue a goal as an athlete and have to fuel my body for performance in order to grow, in order to gain the muscle, in order to perform the way that I need to perform in order to compete at the level that I want to compete and eat 3,100 calories a day, that's fucking hard. That's fucking hard. And it's what I've been struggling with a little bit. I've been struggling with that, and I've been struggling with um, comparing myself to other people. And that's something that I struggle with a lot, in fact. And I know that I'm not alone there, which is why... I want to talk about it a little bit tonight because it's normal. It's completely normal, especially in this day and age, to compare yourself to other people. We go on social media and we see the highlight reel that people put out. And then all of a sudden now, what's trending is people are taking photos of themselves crying or taking videos of themselves crying, which to me doesn't make much sense because it's obviously staged. Like, what are you taking a video of that now you're taking a video of yourself crying? You were in such a vulnerable moment that you thought, you know what? I should probably record this and put it on Instagram. Who the f- why? That's a moment that you should have. Yes, it's important to be vulnerable to show people 
that you are human and that it's okay to feel those emotions and it's okay to put that out there. But work through that shit for you. Like, there's no need for you to put yourself crying on social media. Just like there's no need to put out highlight reels on social media and edit your body to make it look perfect. Just be you. Be genuinely you. And I never understand why people won't do that. Because from my perspective, in my life, and in my content, I just put out what I believe is going to help people. I've had people in the past, in fact, tell me like, hey, you know you would get a lot more out of your social media if you would just put more entertainment or you would just be funny or you would just do these TikTok dances and do these trending sounds and, you know, ad lib to them. That's not who I am. And I tried to do that for a little bit because I had somebody in my life telling me that that's how you should do that. And I looked up to that person in social media growth because I was like, well, she has a lot of followers, so I should do that. But then I thought about it and I said, no, that's just not who I am. And I'm not going to try to change who I am for anybody else. And that's kind of when it starts to click. It's like you have those moments in your life where you're comparing yourself to so many other people and then you try to change yourself and it just doesn't feel good. So what's the point of doing it? So I'm that person who will, I don't give a shit who, how many views or how many likes I get because I know that with the content that I'm putting out, it's helping people. Whether it be one person, I don't give a shit. It helps one person, that's fucking great. That's what it's all about, is being able to do what I love and what I'm passionate about and help people along the way. And that's exactly why I do what I do. And I put out the content that I put out to help people. So if you're trying to change yourself because society says that who you are isn't correct, stop. Be who you are. Don't give a shit about what other people who are irrelevant to you say. You have to live a life that's important for you. And the reason why that comes up in my head is because it's something that me and my mom were talking about yesterday. We went on a 45-minute walk um, because I'm doing 75 hard and she was like, I'm going to join. So we were like, cool. I threw on my weighted vest and she just wore flip-flops, which was probably a terrible idea. But, you know, I walk with purpose. But while we're walking, we're talking about life and she's talking about all these things. And I'm like, you know... Who cares what other people think? Like, who really gives a shit what other people think about who you are? I was like, you got to live your life for you. For you. Because it's not their life. It's your life. And you only get one life to live. So why are you going to waste even a day, even a moment, even an hour, giving somebody else what they want that takes away from what you want. It's important to be there for your family. It's important to be there for the people who are important to you. But that's giving to your life too. If those people are truly important to you. But if you're trying to live a life to please other people. Then I say you're not living a life. You're just existing. And that's really fucking depressing. So... Instead of comparing yourself to other people, what I want you to do is put your fucking blinders on and have some tunnel vision. Tunnel vision and only look at yourself. The only thing that actually matters when it comes to what you're doing and how you're comparing to other people is comparing you to you 
Are you better than the person that you were yesterday? Are you better than the person that you were a week ago, a month ago, a year ago? That's what matters. You know, and I was having a conversation with Stone the other day and I was saying, you know, I feel like I'm just eating so much for, and there's no way that like this is actually like working and it's been working for a while. You know, I'm not gaining weight. Like I know that it's helping me perform better and that I'm getting stronger. And he was like, you can't compare yourself to anybody else because that's exactly what I was doing. I was thinking, well, this person doesn't eat that much. That person doesn't eat that much. You don't know what they do. You don't know their life. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know their past, their present, their future. You don't know everything. So that's why you can't worry about anybody else but you. When it comes to comparing yourself, just compare yourself to you. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about today, and this is kind of where I really wanted this to go. Two reasons why. One, because I thought about it a lot earlier today and I actually made a post about it on Instagram because I was thinking about it so much. And two, because I had a moment today where it really, really came up and I thought that it would be interesting to share with you guys because I like to share things that I learned in my training sessions because I feel like there's a lot of lessons to be learned there. Now, I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's a story that has helped me so much in my life. And again, I'm all about helping other people. So I know if that helped me, that it could help at least one person. So three years ago, about, give or take, I don't know the exact date, I was doing mile repeats and I fucking hate mile repeats. Like the only reason I would ever do mile repeats is if like my coach programmed them for me because I'll do anything my coach programs. And at the time, Kevin was my coach. So he programmed three mile repeats um, and I was dreading them. I was dreading them hardcore, but I made the goal at the time where I was at with my fitness level. I was like, you know what? I want to go sub seven minutes on each one of these three miles. And I knew that I could. I knew that I could. I knew that it would be hard, but I mean, like, I don't train for it to be easy. I don't expect it to be. I train because I want to get better, and I know that in order to get better, it's going to be uncomfortable. So, first mile, I looked down at my watch when I finished. Seven minutes and one second. I was pissed. I was pissed. And I was pissed because it was on me. There was nobody else that I could blame but myself for the lack of performance that I had. I could try to be like, oh, you know, I had a bad night of sleep, bro, this, this, and that. No, I fucking had a moment during the mile repeat where things got really hard and uncomfortable and I allowed myself to listen to my body and slow the fuck down when I should have listened to my mind and sped the fuck up. We are capable of so much more than we think we are. So much more. And this is one of those lessons that it taught me. Like, this is something that I literally, this moment changed my life. It changed my fucking life. All right, so I looked down at the watch, 7.01. And on that rest period, I think it was like a three-minute rest. I can't remember the exact, but it was like a three or four-minute rest. And the only thing that I was thinking is, if I was only willing to suffer a little bit more, a little bit more, I would have had sub-seven. No problem. So I said, you know what, in this mile repeat, when it gets really tough, I'm going to lean into that a little bit. I'm not going to take my foot off the gas. I'm going to lean into it. I'm going to embrace that a little bit. I'm going to embrace that pain. So, you know, it happened again. I felt it. I felt that pain. I felt that discomfort. 
My legs started to feel heavy. My lungs were burning and I wanted to slow down just a little bit, but I didn't. Instead, he said, are you willing to suffer a little bit more? I said, fuck yeah, I am. And I leaned into that. I leaned into that pain. 747. Fuck yeah. I leaned into that pain hard. So I said, okay, I can do more. I can do better. And that's exactly what I did. The last interval was like 6.30 something, I remember. I remember walking away from that workout and like really reflecting on it for the rest of that day. And it's something that I'll never forget because again, like I said, that moment changed my life because it allowed me to really truly see that no matter how much pain you're in, in any given moment, in training, but also in life, that the pain's going to end. It will always end. Like, I went home and I was okay. Drank some water, ate some food, and I was fine. And then every single day since then, I've put my body through a world of hurt, and every single day I'm fine. There have been setbacks where, shit, I failed to work out, or I didn't perform the way that I wanted to perform, or in life, I failed something, I didn't perform the way that I wanted to perform, I let somebody down, I messed up, I fucked up. It happens. It's part of life. But what never happened again was I never allowed pain and discomfort to slow me down. Because up until that point, I always did. I always did. When things got a little bit uncomfortable, I didn't stop. I never would stop. But I didn't lean into that resistance as much as I could have. And it's that little, little extra percent that makes the biggest difference. It's that little bit more of intent that you have towards your training, towards your work, that makes the biggest difference. So what I want you to take from this is that the next time that you're in a moment, again, whether it be in a workout or whether it be in life, where you really feel that pain and discomfort starting to get to you, take a breath and ask yourself, are you willing to suffer a little bit more? Because if the answer is yes, then you're going to be able to get anything that you want in life. Because if you never give up when things get uncomfortable, you're going to be able to go far. I truly believe and I've said it on this podcast before, that you need to get uncomfortable in some way, shape, or form every single day. And if you don't, then that's a waste of a day. And another thing why I brought this up today was, like I said earlier, is that I had a moment in one of my workouts today where it was like screaming in my head, are you willing to suffer a little bit more? The workout was 10 sets with three minutes on, one minute off where it was a 12 calorie assault bike, eight shuttle runs, and then into max calorie row in the remaining time. So in that max calorie row, it's really like, are you willing to suffer a little bit more? Cause it's getting really painful and your heart rate's getting really high and it's really hot outside here in Florida, but I'm going to push. Are you willing to suffer more? Fuck yeah, I am. Fuck yeah, I am. Because I know that if I do, it's going to make me better. I know that when I do, I'm going to leave that workout and feel fucking fulfilled about the work that I've done instead of saying, dang, I let that slip. There's no worse feeling than getting to the end of your day or hell, getting to the end of your life and having some sort of regret. Put everything that you possibly can into each day because you never know when that day is going to be your last day. It's morbid, but it's true. So go out today and do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.